Welcome to True Crime Broads. This is Crystal and Renee, and we're so excited to be back. We have sort of accidentally took a little vacation from the podcast there. We didn't intend to, but we know it's been almost a month since we've talked to you guys, and we hope everyone's doing great. And today we have a guest on that I think everyone out there is going to love. I know that we're all true crime people, and we're having Trisha Griffith on. She is the owner of Web Sleuths, and Web Sleuths is a big message board for true crime enthusiasts and it's been around for quite a long time we'll let trisha tell us more about that yeah it's pretty interesting i i've been on it uh before and i don't know how i stumbled across it but i remember going on there and looking up different cases and seeing what people were talking about you know before the groups and facebook so that's Mm -hmm. pretty interesting it definitely predates the facebook groups for sure and there's a lot of overlap. You know, we've had people come into our groups that started off on Web Sleuths mm-hmm. and people going to Web Sleuths and coming back with information that they saw in Web Sleuths and sharing it with our group. So that's been that's been really neat on the Missy Beavers case for sure. But of course, Web Sleuths covers everything from Casey Anthony to you name it, any high profile case gets covered on web sleuths yeah just search it and there it is yeah so we're really looking forward to having trisha on today and renee and i just got back from austin we went to the true crime and paranormal podcast festival and it was really fun we were a little concerned because our only other experience had been at crime con and we were like "Mm, this one's a lot smaller we hope it's good it was awesome it was really good yeah lots of uh connections to be made for other podcasters Uh, we did meet people that were just interested in true crime and weren't podcasters that were there just visiting yeah the attendees yeah so that was pretty cool um nice hotel and we met the lady who runs it and she was she was just so nice so So nice yeah well and our hotel was nice it's a double tree y'all if y'all haven't had a double tree cookie (laughs) (laughs) you know it's kind of interesting back in the day like a long time ago double tree was known for their double tree cookies and they would they would have warm cookies like on your bed waiting for you oh my gosh it's different now because they've been bought out i think they're owned by hilton maybe there's some Mm -hmm. kind of relationship with hilton now but they no longer have them on your bed when they make your bed. They You get them at the front desk. But anyway, I didn't even eat one. I brought mine home, and my family inhaled them. Oh, so, nice. So I can't tell you if they're as good as they used to be. But I wish I could say I enjoyed one, but I don't do sugar now, so I guess <laughs> I have to just be jealous. Yeah, I guess I have to be jealous. Well, um, and also, one thing, though, I have to say about our hotel is, well, first of all, there's several double trees on 35 in Austin. <laughs> so we went to the wrong one first and we were like, this looks kind of small for a convention. Yeah, it really was. I was concerned greatly. Goodness gracious. And then, so anyway, at the actual hotel, when we got to the right one, it was obvious it was the right one. We walked in, everybody was rocking and rolling, getting ready for the thing. But anyway, our room was warm. <laughs> it was my fault. No, it wasn't. Our first it's room was nice. <laughs> well, it wasn't my fault. You're right. You're right. It wasn't my fault. But our initial room was 
was good. Um, but the second one was bad. But oh, that's I, right. That's I don't right. like, for people, they probably know me, I don't like elevators. I had a bad experience on one that was literally on the verge of breaking down. And ever since that moment, the anxiety level I had, I couldn't get on another one. And Crystal's so nice. She let us change our room so I didn't have to go up five flights on an elevator. But I did keep giving you crap about us the having room. a hot room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, we had smaller beds. Yeah. And there was a lot of dust because no one wants the smaller bedroom. So yeah, yeah I gave you a little bit of a hard time. Yeah. But <laughs> The, the, and the decor was interesting. I posted, I made a post about it, put yeah, some pictures. That was the creepy. pictures were so creepy. I'm like, and the lady at the front desk, I had to call and say, hey, tell me the backstory on these weird pictures that y'all have on the wall. And the guy said, um, they're just things from Texas. And I was like, huh? You mean yeah. from a Texas haunted house or is there <laughs> more to this? Well, and that, that picture, we just thought it was a rat. And remember, didn't they <laughs> yeah. say it was an armadillo? Armadillo, yeah. You guessed it. That reminds me. I thought it was, that a, reminds, rat. I thought like it was a rat at first. And yeah. then I got closer. I was like, I bet they mean that to me. Yeah. It, was like it a, looked like a big fat rat. Well, it's just kind of like a drawing. It wasn't yeah. like it was an actual armadillo. So right. We, yeah, we, it was just we, an outline. We wouldn't have mistaken an actual armadillo for No, 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 no. Yeah, it was like an outline, but the pictures are on my Facebook. So. And that reminds me of Jack Black and Bernie. I shot her with the armadillo gun. <laughs> if y'all haven't seen Bernie... It is such a good movie. Speaking of true crime, it came out like, I don't know, over 10 years ago, but mm-hmm. it's Jack Black, Shirley MacLaine, Matthew McConaughey. It is so good. Oh, nice. But anyway. I have never seen that for sure. Yeah, it's so yeah, good. It was, it was a lot of fun, though. We uh, made some good contacts. and uh, But it was burning up in our room. Remember what yeah. we had to do? We had, we, well, we had we had maintenance come, and Renee's jumping up and getting dressed. I was already in bed. She, goes, she was like, I'm not moving. Yeah. I was like, okay, I guess I'll do it. I was like, I'm just all covered up in bed. No one cares. So right. he came in. He could not fix it. So then we had a giant um, box fan that made a lot of racket. So I was honestly kind of glad when we checked out. Hey, but, you know what? That, that was really kind of cool. It really helps you to sleep. That sound of a box fan just helps you sleep. Okay. Yeah. She's not <laughs> agreeing with me, but I thought it was cool. <laughs> yeah, it was something else. But the hotel was nice otherwise. And yeah. the, the place where we had the event was really nice. And the reason we stayed at that hotel is because the event was in the hotel. And right. we didn't have to, like, worry about parking. And you know how Austin is. So it was nice not to have to worry about parking and driving every time we wanted to go. Walking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like last time. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. So anyway, that was Definitely cool. I, recommend people to go to this. Their next yeah. one's going to be in Colorado. Yeah, Denver next year in in july and we are considering going we haven't confirmed that yet depending on what else is going on and how we can swing it but i'm going to read a review before we bring trisha on and we're so happy when y'all leave us nice reviews yeah speaking of that we need some new ones y'all if you love our podcast please come on and give us some five stars and some something good to to read and if you want (laughs) to leave a mean review please just don't (laughs) if you hate us that bad just forget that we exist well if you hate us that bad you shouldn't be listening there you go yeah (laughs) okay so here we go the name of this review says great podcast and it's written by d calmar and it's five stars and it says i love listening to crystal and renee this is an excellent podcast down to earth but very professional i have been following this case since pretty much the beginning since i'm from the east texas area keep up the good work and i hope and pray someone is caught and prosecuted for this well um this person, thank you very much for leaving this review, D. Calmar. That was so nice. And also, just for our listeners that might be a little confused, this person is refer- referring to the Missy Beavers case, which if you're not familiar with True Crime Broads, 
a lot of our um, a lot of our episodes are about Missy Beavers. That was kind of what got us started in podcasting. We've branched out since then, and we cover other cases, but that must have been what they were talking about. Because if you'll look at our catalog. We're, we're probably, what, 60, 70, 80% missing? Yeah. Yeah. Big I don't majority. Know how, big majority, yeah. So, all right. Well, I guess, is that all we have? We're gonna, I think so. We're going to shut up now, and we're going to let you enjoy a quick break, and then we'll be right back with Trisha Griffith from WebSleuths. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for listening to True Crime Broads. We would also love to see you on our social media. Our two main platforms are Instagram and Facebook under True Crime Broads, but we also have a presence on YouTube, TikTok, and Twitter. And also, if you listen to our podcast and enjoy it, please feel free to leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple. And also, there's an option on Apple to leave a review as well. Thank you for listening to True Crime Broads. True Crime Rods with Crystal and Renee. I said by my neck, let it shine, let it shine, yeah. She go hit my line, I decline, I decline, yeah. Welcome back to True Crime Broads. Today we have Trisha with us. We are so excited. I know we introduced her before the break. And she is the owner of Web Sleuth's Message Board. And Trisha, thank you so much for joining True Crime Broads. I love it. Thank you so much. I love the name True Crime Broads. <laughs> so thank you for asking me. Oh, we're thrilled to have you on. I know that a lot of our listeners are on your message board. And can you just tell us a little bit about how you got started with WebSleuths? Sure. Uh, well, WebSleuths was actually started by uh, three women to discuss the John Benet Ramsey case. And I think it was started in uh, 1999 or 2000. And uh, in, during that time, I also acquired a very small forum called forumsforjustice.org, which discussed the John Benet Ramsey case. And um, then WebSleuths changed hands several times. And the owner at the time in 2004 contacted me and said, hey, I hate it. I want you to take it. And I said, well, I'll take it, but I'm going to buy it from you because I don't need any drama. So I bought it from her and I uh, went in in 2004, I think. I, I wish there was a way I could double check this. I think there was only about 250 members then. Wow. And I went in there and, oh my gosh, ladies, it was like a snake pit. Oh. Every, every other post was, I know where you live. Well, I'm calling the cops. I'm calling CPS. You better watch out. You know, just run amok. And I mean, I couldn't, I can't even begin to describe how bad it was. So over uh, the course of a, uh, several years we started tightening up the rules which seemed to help tightening up the rules and kicking out the troublemakers which um caused all kinds of problems and again all all i wanted to do was to have, have a nice place for people to discuss true crime right you know and oh my god people lost their minds <laughs> if i banned them and they wouldn't all and the only rules are now especially are just don't be a jerk you right know? and anyway so Eventually, what happened was in 2008, we decided to tighten the rules really tight. I mean, we didn't allow social media. We do now in certain extents, uh, certain situations. No social media, no rumors. Uh, you know, you couldn't be rude to your fellow members. You couldn't call their ideas stupid, things like that. Right. Well, people started leaving like crazy. And I went, oh, my God, I've just made it too difficult. I, I did it. This is it's it. It's done. And what happened was 
Well, a lot of people left. More people came out and said, thank you. Now I have a place I can go to talk and not be bullied. And then Web Sleuths exploded from there. Now, we also had the Casey Anthony case starting at the same time, but I do absolutely believe that the reason why Web Sleuths exploded was because of Casey Anthony and because of these rules tightening. And it goes on to this day. The rules are very fluid depending on the case, but it's basically don't be a jerk. Don't start rumors. Don't state something as fact unless you can back it up with a with a, a link that is approved by us. And, uh, and that's it. And you would think sometimes that I'm asking people just to draw their own blood and drink it by the way they act, <laughs> you know? We get so, that, we get that. Yeah. With our group, we get a lot of that too, so yeah. we understand. Well, you under, yeah, you have a big group, <laughs> you have a very big group, and so you get it. And yeah. then there's all this drama, and you're like, forget the drama, what does this have to do with the case, you know? Right. So yeah, I get it. I have a question. You mentioned you made a rule, no social media. Do you mean no, mm-hmm. no links to social media? Yes. Okay. Um, th- now that rule has since been lifted. Ah. Um, and this was just when I made that big, uh, you know, sweeping change because Facebook, well, I think Facebook wasn't even here yet. I don't think, um, but there was, I think there was YouTube. It might've been something else. Oh, what was the other one? The one that's defunct now um, that was like Facebook. Twitter? I can't remember. Not Twitter, the other, it's, uh, God, what is it? Space. Oh, MySpace. MySpace. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember that. And so, because what would happen is people would link to it, and there'd be somebody talking about the case and stating things as facts that weren't facts. Well, you know, like I said, it's quite, it's evolved quite a bit since then. And we do allow social media, but we have very strict rules on it. You know, if it's a social media of a, um, a media person that's an approved media source, and most of our sources are just the mainstream media sources. Um, if it is a, a family member that is of a, say a victim or a family member of a perp, and they're posting publicly things, we can allow discussion of that. So we do allow social media, it's just not any social media. Right, that makes sense. So yeah. has there been any cases solved that that information was traced back to coming from web sleuths, whether it was a person that made a post or a comment? Mm-hmm. There- well, well, here's the thing about web sleuths. We only have as much information as the public. So we, we don't solve cases, but, well, I shouldn't say that. I don't know if we solve cases because let me tell you, law enforcement reads at web sleuths all the time and they will never tell us if they got an idea from us, but they must. Now, we have a couple of cases, we have several cases that we've really helped with quite a bit. Um, just a real, this is this is one of my favorite stories, even though it's really small. Um, this, sorry, my dog is here wanting to play, uh, throw, the, throw the boot. <laughs> so uh, anyway, he's got my old boot for a chew toy. Um, <laughs> this this uh, detective in 2014 contacted me, he was in a small town in Nevada and said, look, we have this cold case. Uh, 23 years ago, we found a body, he'd been murdered, we can't identify him, but he had this t-shirt on that had a you know real specific like emblem on it. And he said, for 23 years, we have been trying to find out where this t-shirt was made. And he said, I'm gonna release it to the public, but I calling you specifically so you can put it on your forum and put your people on it. Okay, nice. so think about it, 23 years they've been going trying to find out this t-shirt. So 
I put it on web sleuths and for about, you know, 10 days, people are doing really good work, really interesting, digging up a lot of stuff. Well, one of our members comes back from vacation and she looks at it and within 36 hours, she has everything, where it was made, Dang. when it was made, who designed it, where you can get it now, where, you know, where the factory is moved to on and on. And she had everything. And th they were hoping that would somehow lead to his identity. Unfortunately, it did not. But what it did was they were able to check that off the list. You know, we know where this is made and it won't lead to his identity. Right. And, you know, he was he was so gracious and very impressed. Like, again, these are the, the members. This isn't me. Right. It, it's the members doing this great work. So, you know, and we helped with the uh, Abraham Shakespeare case. In fact, um, who did a documentary series and we were the uh, first episode. It was called Web of Death. And um, he was the uh, lottery winner who went missing and was killed by this woman who manipulated him. But uh, we did a lot of good work on that. But we didn't solve it. You know, on that particular case, we actually had the perpetrator posting, trying to defend herself, which the uh, police loved. Whoa. You know, but I will tell you that once in a while, we get a subpoena and uh, it will simply say, we need to know all the information about this poster that you have. And uh, I'll always call and ask, because I don't know what they're going to say. I'll say, why? Well, because they posted something that is not out in the public. And so I have to, all I have of anybody is an email address uh, and an IP address. And they can get the uh, user, if, if they get the IP address, they can go to, you know, the company like AT&T and find out whose account that is. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, but that I actually hasn't happened in several years. But so I, and I can look and see that they're reading there all the time. So I know in my heart and soul that Web Sleuths members have solved probably many cases or helped solve many cases, but they're never going to call and say, hey, we read this on your forum, we checked it out, and you're right, and we caught the perp. They're never going to say that. Yeah. Right? Now, how many people are on Web Sleuths currently? Well, we have about uh, a little over 200, I think, over 250,000 members, but Amazing. obviously most of them are not active. And it depends on the day. Like, uh, you know, last week we might have had 1,000 a, a members and uh, 2,000 visitors on at a time in the middle of the day. And we get at least double, if not triple, the number of visitors uh, rather than members because everybody reads there. And so and, and then again, it depends on the case, you know, things are have quieted down now. And so the activity will quiet down. But once things kick up again, you know, it'll it'll go crazy and everybody will be reading and everybody will be, and the members will be posting. And uh, we just try and keep it all together and, and make it make it a good place for people to to enjoy the discussion. You've definitely done a great job of that. I don't see any drama on Web Sleuths. It's so well run. And do you have a lot of moderators that are helping? We, well, we don't have a lot of moderators, unfortunately, because it's hard to hard to find the right people. But we do have moderators and administrators, and they are amazing. We have about uh, eight, hmm. and um, you know, some of them are former coordinators. They just work on moving you know threads around. Moderators, administrators, and the good thing is, we have a system where if a member sees a post and they know it is uh, against our terms of service, they'll hit the report button. It'll go to uh, our moderator forum and they'll say, hey, this, you know, this guy's posting an innocent person's full name. And so our model will look at it and 
decide, do I remove it? Do I edit it? You know, what do I do? And it's our members that, you know, because we couldn't go around the forum and be reading and find all this stuff. Right. right. That makes sense. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's it's the members that are so good at the rules. And, I, you know, I just got to get, I'll tell you what, the moderators and the members, it is a great combination. I've never seen anything like it. They are, are just wonderful. Well, that's a blessing. Yeah, it is. It usually I, takes you know, a while. It does. I wake up every day and I am so grateful for what I have on WebSleuth. And let me tell you, it wasn't easy to come by. I mean, you want to talk about drama. My God, I just, I, if I, if someone told me my story, I wouldn't believe it. You know, it's like for a discussion forum, people went to this length. I can imagine. We we only have like 3,000 people in our group, maybe Mm 3,200, and we vet them. You know, we make sure we don't let in fakes and stuff. And we still sometimes have a really hard time. I can only imagine 250,000 members and all the different boards that you have, um, all the different topics, the cases. And um, I've noticed sometimes on on Web Sleuths, you know, of course, one of the main cases that we cover is the Missy Beavers case. And we notice that sometimes a message board will get closed down and then they'll start a new one what who makes that decision and what's it based on well it what happens is uh, our administrator will call me and say look there's no news and we'd have to do this in the miss beavers case if i'm remembering correctly there is no news and so what happens when there's no news like after a year people turn on each other and then it just gets to be a snippy for them. Mm-hmm. And so we'll decide if there's no news and all it's doing is causing uh, the moderators grief because they won't stop arguing, then we'll close it down. Um, sometimes we have to close it down because it's too hot. And um, there are so many people violating the rules that we just have to shut it down mm-hmm. and get everybody to calm down. So, and, and that's why in Missy Beaver's uh, trying, you know what? Do not hold me to this, but I believe we shut it down because all of us, not all of a sudden, but somebody started these just weird rumors about what was going on in her case. And then people added to it and added to it. And then it became fact, you know, like yeah. they treated it as fact. It wasn't factual at all. And so we, we that's when we went, okay, we, we got to close this down. This these these people have lost their minds. Right. And I get that completely. We see, we see a lot of that in the Facebook groups. Now, is there an active Missy Beavers board now? I don't think there is, right, Renee? There is? Okay. Okay. Well, you know what? There should be. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. Oh gosh. I'm glad you said something. Anyway, let me check that and go ahead and ask another question. Is it possible to reopen those threads or is that something that once you delete them, they're gone? Oh no, no, we never delete anything. Oh, Um, but, if we close a forum down, it's still there to read. You can still read. Oh, them. gotcha. Yeah, they yeah, just can't yeah. comment on. Yeah, you can it. read okay. them. You just can't comment. Okay, that makes right. sense. All right. Right. So, uh, and you know, and again, we never, for legal reasons, we never delete anything. You may not see it anymore, but we still have a copy of it. Okay, and, that's what I was we, thinking. Yeah. yeah, and we do that for legal reasons, so somebody can't say, "Well, I didn't say that." Right. You know, and we've got it. Uh, yeah, there's nothing yeah. like some information that needs to be shared, and then they delete it, and you're like, "Oh, it's gone now." I know, I know, I know. Okay, hold on here. Let me just double check. 
Missy Beavers. We, we cover Chase. other cases as well, but that was uh-huh. the case that actually got us into podcasting. Renee actually knew Missy personally. and Oh my gosh, and, Renee. Yeah, and I grew up in the area, so we were very attracted to the case for obvious reasons, and that's what got us into podcasting. But we had to branch out, of course, because like you just said, there's been zero news in this case for yeah. years and years. So exactly. we have branched well, out and we cover other cases. Let me. Can I ask you a few questions about it? Because I... Uh, Absolutely. was the case and it looks like yes we are open and, and let's see when the last post was hold on one second here it's under our cold cases and we're on and we're on thread number 49 oh, okay and there was a post made on yesterday so yeah oh wow okay i need to get back so, on there then i thought it had kind of quieted down so i haven't checked lately so i'll I get back on if true crime broads has made it on there yet well, <laughs> what I hope do you, so. mean? you know like we've been mentioned you know how oh. other ones we've been mentioned <laughs> well you know what send me your link and i'll put it in the missy beavers form okay okay uh, thank you i'm glad to do that um anyway i uh back in i think it was 2018 I came to to Texas to uh, Midlothian and I drove around the church. That's right. And I I got video and then I got video inside. One of the women at the church was so nice and she let me video everywhere. And then my camera got stolen. Um, (gasps) When I flew flew to Atlanta for another case, it was stolen by somebody in the TSA. And um, I know, so all that footage is gone. But um, yeah, there are people there. I went on a Sunday so I could talk to people. And there are people there that are just convinced that this person did it or that person did it, you know? They're absolutely convinced, but I don't, I, God, it's just, that is just the weirdest damn case. It really is. (laughs) It's so perplexing and Mm -hmm. it's just bizarre. Have you ever talked to uh, Brandon Beavers or? Yeah, we actually were pretty tight with him for a while. He was really nice to us for a while. And He's then a he, good guy. Yeah. So we haven't talked to him lately, though, because he got a little bit mad at one of our guests that was on our show and he thought we should have edited something out. But I mean, from where Renee and I were standing, we were just saying we don't know what the truth is and what people are saying is truth or not. So right. how would we know what to edit out? We're literally just interviewing people. We don't know anything about what they're saying true or not true. And he got upset because one of our guests had said that he heard that Missy had been on a date with a certain person the night that she was before she was killed. And we we weren't going to interrupt the guy and stop him and say, whoa, whoa, whoa. We right. don't know what she did. Yeah, you know? we're not going to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't say that on our show. He didn't say anything. Exactly. He didn't say anything disparaging about no, Missy. No, not at all. He didn't say anything. He said he simply had heard that, but for whatever reason, that set Brandon off. So we haven't talked to him lately, but he he was very, very kind and open with us prior to that. He, he is a really good guy. And uh, many times I'll advise family members not to read or to listen uh, to like our podcasts or not to read on websites because they do get upset. Mm-hmm. You know, And it's like, you know, it's your family. No wonder you're upset. Yeah. But like you can't, he said, you know, when, when you have a guest on a show, they're going to come on and they're going to say stuff like that. And then it's just up to you and your viewers to decide if that is 
if you want to believe it or not, you know. Yes. And I, I wouldn't have edited it. Edited it. it, 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 it <laughs> yeah. Very hard to well, say. Yeah. I just yeah. didn't. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's just the part that he didn't understand was that right. no one is saying this is the gospel. We're just trying to let people speak their piece and see if any of it makes sense. We tried to explain that to him so many times, and he, he actually come at me. Um, one time in particular, and I, you know, explained it to him. He said, "You need to learn how to use the edit button." And I said, "We, I do, but I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't just pick and choose what I edit. I can't go. Oh, that can't be true. I don't know what she did. I you wasn't there. Know. Yeah. So, and yeah. and the thing is, when, like I said earlier, when there's no new information, this is what happens. So how about you know how about the police volunteer for an interview? You know, that would be great. <laughs> that would I mean, be great, really, but... just I mean, come on, just. And, that, and then that way, people won't be speculating. Yeah, exactly. If you don't want people to speculate, then, then give us something to go on. Right. And especially you know? the people of Midlothian, Texas, where the murder happened, it yeah. are very uneasy still to this day. Um, it's a small on. town and you've got this complete freak show of a person dressed like that, you know, murdering someone in the yeah. middle of the night in a church in the rain. It's just the stuff that horror movies are made of. It's just, it really people, and I people are terrified. I don't think they realize, uh, and I say they uh, loosely, because I'm sure there's plenty that do, but there's a few of them that don't realize how this case affected the, the public, uh, Middle Ocean in particular, the, the community. I live in Ellis County and it affected me and I'm sure I'm just one of millions that has affected the way they do right. things, the way they act, the way they you know are more cautious or, or just whatever. Um, I mean, I actually went out and got a gun and I, you know, carry it with me. I have license to carry it. And I'm sure I'm one of thousands that did the same thing. Well, well, and Renee lives five minutes away from the church where the murder happened. So as far as the residents of that area are concerned, there is a homicidal maniac on the loose. And and it's it's absolutely shocking that law enforcement hasn't updated and at least said, I wish they would at least just say, you know, we have our eye on someone. You're safe. You know, anything like that would be helpful. Right. we don't feel the public is at risk, you know, something like that. Yeah. Um, You know, obviously, well, not obviously, but it appears that Missy was targeted, Mm -hmm. but maybe not. I mean, and that's the scary thing. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, was she just in the wrong place at the wrong time? Well, you know, she did. And correct me if I'm wrong, lady. She did put on her Facebook page that, you know, they would still be meeting inside the church, you know, for the group because it was raining. And uh, so who, if they were, she was targeted, then they knew exactly where she was. Right. right. Yeah, that was. And she intentionally set those things to public because she wanted people to come to the class. Yeah. Just exactly. know that we're still yeah. doing it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm so sorry that you lost your friend. That is. And what a horrible way to do that, to have that happen. And, you know, I'm. I'm sure people are very grateful that you two are still covering the case, especially since you're local. Yeah, we, and, uh, we do have a lot of support. Good, 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 good. Yeah, well, if I can do too. anything to help, let me know. Okay? Well, thank you. We we love Web Sleuths, and I'm jumping oh, back good. on now that I know that the Missy board yeah, is open. Yeah, we kind of thought on. there was nothing to talk about on there because we thought it had gotten shut down, and so that's good to know that you can still discuss yeah. it. Oh, yeah. 
Even though yeah. I know it's been quiet, though, there's really nothing to say. And, and you're so right. Whenever the, it gets quiet, that's when people start getting at each other's throats. It happens yep. on Facebook and people start fabricating things to argue about mm-hmm. and fabricating things about other people. We really oh, yeah. we don't let that happen as much as possible in our group. We really try to shut all the rumors down because you really shouldn't be pointing the finger at people if there's no evidence. No. Um, Absolutely not. And. And uh, the thing is, when somebody posts a rumor, within 30 seconds, people are reporting it as fact. Exactly. Yes. I'm glad you do that. Telephone, you know, it goes from one minute. Somebody says, I wonder if such and such happened in in 15 minutes it happened and the people it happened at at what time. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, all the facts are there. Exactly. It's very, very scary. And that's the scariest thing about social media. But uh, kind of circling back around. Law enforcement needs to learn why. I'm not, 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 sorry, not needs to learn why. They need to learn that social media is not leaving. And that's why they need to learn to work with it, whatever group they want to work with. You know, they fight it kicking and screaming. And, but, you know, if they would come in and just, you know, post on your page, hey, just quick update, blah, 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 and make it public. That would help so much, you know, it keep the case. And here's the thing that keeps the case open. Yes. It keeps thinking about it. And that is when you have a cold case, that's really important. That's exactly why we do what we do, because the case yeah. had gotten so quiet and nobody had anything to talk about. So we decided to, you know, start the podcast. We wanted people talking about it. And it's it's interesting that lots of good information that we've gotten in the past has been from different things that we've, you know, talked about on the podcast or people that have mm-hmm. come on or you know, ideas that somebody has shared or whatever. And then of course the billboard that has, you know, spawned a tons and thousands of, you know, uh, tips coming in and that mm-hmm. is what police want. So I don't understand yeah. why they fight it. Yeah. And we yeah. definitely send tips to law enforcement if, cause there's sometimes people, you probably have this happen too, Tricia. Sometimes people will come to us cause they're not comfortable talking to police. Oh, all the time. Yeah. yeah. So we've connected them with, we've just said, Hey, listen, you know, Erin is really cool. She's a investigator. She's a lot like us. You, it's cool just to call her and talk to her. So we've had to do that a few times and we're glad to do it. We're super happy that anyone would come forward with any information because this case, like you said, it's just frustratingly quiet. And there's so much evidence. That's what kills me. You've got the film, you know, you've got the video of this person. Why can't they catch them? I, I mean, it's just, it's just nuts. It is nuts. It's, it is makes nice. me crazy. Well, anything uh, that WebSleuths can do to help with what you're doing, please don't hesitate to ask. Okay? Thanks. And likewise, anything yeah. we can sure. do, we would love to. Yeah, we really, uh, we Absolutely. know that a lot of our our listeners are fans of WebSleuths and have been for a really long time. We actually had a lot of people okay. coming into the Missy Beavers cases, case groups, I mean, that were saying that they had started on the case on WebSleuths. What, oh, what is your most active case right now on WebSleuths? Do you know? Let me, yeah, let me think here just a second. I have a pug that wants to be annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Doggies um, are great. <laughs> oh, I love them. I love them. Um, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Uh, well, I can tell you here really quick. Let me look. Hold on. Let's see here. Let me just go here really quick. Most of our cases are... 
most of the hot ones are missing persons or uh, trials are waiting for trial. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, I. it's so slow. I'm just looking here. It's slow because nothing major has happened. But, you know, like the, um, like the Brian Kohlberger, that's mm-hmm. huge. He's currently awaiting trial. Right. I would right. say that's probably our biggest case now, even though it doesn't have like a ton of activity like it used to. Right. That you makes know. sense. That's a big one. Col- mm-hmm. Yeah. No, the Kohlberger case, their, their attorneys are, are doing so much that it keeps popping up in the news. So people keep talking about it. Was- you know, I, I would say that's the biggest one right by far right now. Of all time so far, would you say that Casey Anthony was your biggest case or was it something else? I think it was, it's probably John Bonet. Oh, yes, that makes sense. John Bonet, Casey Anthony, and then probably Lacey Peterson and Jody Arias. Oh. Those are the ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Those are all, those are all four mm-hmm. very big ones. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's the craziest thing that's ever happened on Web Sleuth as far as, uh, I mean, I guess anything, whether it was police getting involved or people, whatever. Yeah, I've got, well, I've got a couple of stories I can, I can tell you about. One just popped into my head. It doesn't have to do much with, uh, with actual cases, but this was just insane. (laughs) And this is, we have a rule now. We have what's called a verified member. And that is if somebody says they're, you know, I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, whatever. We make them verify to us that they are who they say they are. We don't reveal their name, but under their username, you know, John Smith will put a verified police officer, meaning oh, okay. we've looked at their paperwork and they are who they say they are. And how that rule got came into place was this. It was shortly after I bought WebSleuth, but I gotta tell you, the years run together. This mm-hmm. could have been 2000, 2004 to 2008, I can't remember, <laughs> but, um, and we had this member on and she went, I'm not going to say her name because I don't, because she's still, it's not on the forum anymore, but her posts are. But anyway, she would come on and talk about these cases that she was working on. And she said she was a homicide detective. And so every day people would just wait for uh, her, her to come on and post about the latest case she was working on. And she was writing fascinating stuff. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, me, I couldn't get enough of her. And she was by far, to this day, our most popular <laughs> member, by far. And <laughs> um, I'm sorry, can I let my cat out? She's just getting yeah, yelled like, absolutely. like a foot if I don't let her out. So hang on. Sorry, guys. Don't Come be on. sorry. It happens to us all the time. Yeah. Oh, okay. They all went out in the back, so we'll have a little bit of peace here for a minute. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I, I can't, I can't explain the anticipation that everybody had when she was going to come on and post, because, it, my gosh, she had the most exciting job ever. <laughs> wow! And um, I started thinking, you know, gosh, she's going to get in trouble. I mean, and this was after a while. This didn't just come to me you know, like a smart person, it came to me after sitting there and thinking about it for a while. And I thought, I, I'm afraid she's going to get into trouble and maybe we'll get into trouble. Now, you know, she never used names or anything, but still. So I told her, 
I, I emailed her and I said, I need to talk to your boss to make sure it's okay that you're doing what you're doing. And to this day, I have no idea why she gave me her real boss's phone number, but she did. And I guess she was hoping I wouldn't call because she wasn't a homicide detective. She was a guard at a little city jail on the weekends. Wow. Yeah. And to boot, she had started a relationship with another guy on the forum and he had left his wife for her. Oh my goodness. So I had to, I had to ban her. I had to ban her immediately. And um, we had a rule that we didn't tell, we didn't reveal why we ban people because again, it's just all about the drama. They just want to know so they can tell their friends. Right. And you know, it's our, it's our business. We don't need to sit there and spread that. And so I had to make a post and can't even remember what it said, but I think it might've said something like, you know, you have to realize that if I am banning somebody that is as popular as this person, then you've got to know there's a very good reason. Yeah. And most, most people figured it out. But uh, yeah. And so that's why we have uh, verified memberships now because of that. Oh, wow. That's good. I know. It was crazy. Uh, when I first took over the forum, uh, there was an administrator and uh, I think his name was Make Toast. And he was really helping me. I had, I, you guys, I had no idea what I'd gotten into. No idea. <laughs> I, I didn't know anything about running a real active form. I, there was no book to read, nothing. I was so clueless. So anyway, um, he is being so helpful, showing me the ropes, uh, just helping me like you can't believe. Well, I started to get these anonymous emails from, uh, and, and they, they were always along the lines of everybody hates you. Uh, we've got a private petition that we're uh, putting together now to give you to ask to tell you to give up web because we don't want you, you know, and this just horrible things over and over and over. Well, as about that time, I learned IP addresses. I didn't know anything about them and I didn't know uh, that I could take like a members I, or I could take an IP address and put it into web database. And if that IP address matched a member, it would pop up and show me. And I thought, I'm going to see if this this person's got to be on WebSleuth because they're all mad that I have WebSleuth. And put it in, and yeah, it was that uh, Make Toast guy uh, that um, I, I he doesn't use that name now. So it, it was him, the one that was being so kind and helpful and wonderful. Um, that is he crazy. Had the, I know, and so I confronted him. And he's like, well, we're just all mad because we should have gotten web sleuths, not you. Uh, and so, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, so I got it. Crazy. I know. It's just so childish. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> so, and here's the thing I've had like large groups of people leave web sleuths with the intent to burn us down and create the greatest forum ever. <laughs> and they all fall into the same trap where they get caught up with the drama and they post about the drama. Right. And then, and every time this has happened, it's failed because they're usually banned because they're talking about drama and gossip and you did this and you did that. Me, me, me. You know, that's most of the times that's why we ban people. And this one time we banned about 25 people all at once uh, because they had actually organized um, on a private forum off of web Sleuth, they organized a schedule and uh our 
a moderator was in on this, or uh, organized a schedule to come over to WebSleuths and to create as much, uh, be as upsetting as possible, you know, to make it impossible for me to run the forum. You know, like, okay, uh, tomorrow you go to this forum and you say this, and then you go here and you say this, let's do it at the same time, then Trisha won't know how to handle it. Good not, that's I know. (laughs) Oh, I got, this just took the iceberg. So anyway, they, um, I, I, fortunately, somebody in that group had a conscience and uh, they screenshotted things for me and showed me what they were doing. So I took everybody that was on that thread in that forum. Like I said, it wasn't WebSleuths. Anybody on that thread, I banned them and just kicked them out. And so, oh, my God, they were, you know, they were going to take their new forum and they were going to destroy WebSleuths. And, you know, they tried. They tried. And now it's just. You know, they don't I don't even know if it's still up. But, you know, again, that's just the, it's just the drama of it all. Because here's the thing. When you get attacked by somebody, your first reaction is you want to attack them back. Yeah. And it goes back and forth. And when you're talking on a forum, you know, I remember there was a forum. forum it was either about knitting or about soap. But it ended up where they had lawsuits against each other. Oh, I my mean, goodness. Yeah. I mean, talk about just, you know, uh, fun little subjects. But that can happen. People discussing anything tempers flare. And again, that's, I believe, a big part of the success of WebSleuths is we don't allow that drama. Yeah, that's such a great idea. I don't know why it's so hard for people to discuss things without getting upset. I mean, I'm not going to say that I don't get excited one way or the other when I'm talking about something, but I don't get like angry, like, oh, my God, I hate you or whatever. I just go, well, that's weird. I don't really see what you're talking about or whatever, but I'm not like over here freaking out. You know, Well, I guess there's just people that feel comfortable, you know, behind the keyboard, as it were, because they know they're not identified and Mm -hmm. they can act as crazy as they always fantasized about acting without there being consequences. Of people, exactly. people knowing who you are, but yeah, that's good. That's exactly. good that you police web sleuths so much. That's another reason why you've been so incredibly successful. Oh, thank you. Well, I got to tell you, for the longest time, uh, especially after the 2016 election, people were begging for a political forum, and so I said, okay, we're gonna have special rules here. It's gonna be a lot easier than posting on regular web sleuths. If you want to post in the political forum, the only thing you are not allowed to do is to call each other names. That was the rule I made. Guess how long it took for that rule to be broken? 30 Half seconds. a second, I was gonna yeah. say. <laughs> I mean, so we took it down, it was just ridiculous. Yeah. But, you know, people can't talk politics they just, uh-uh. without getting angry. Or you even know, religion, yeah. people get really oh, angry too. <laughs> especially religion. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's, so it's been a wild ride and it continues, you know, it continues to this day. I never thought that, uh, in my wildest dreams that this would be a business for me, which just started out as a hobby. I used to pay all the bills and didn't have any advertising. And then it got bigger and I was a radio jock and those jobs went away with technology. So um, I had to add advertising. And now we have a big, huge, strong server. And I just never, it never occurred to me any of this would happen. Hey, tell us about your podcast. You mentioned it earlier. Well, I should say it's actually a live stream. Um, I've done podcasts a lot. Um, I started in 2011 at the Blog Talk Radio. And um, I, and I was doing podcasts uh, about once a week for a while there. And then I decided, and I don't see, I'm terrible. I call everything a podcast when it isn't. 
Um, I do a live stream every night on YouTube now. Oh, nice. And I've been doing it. Yeah, I've been doing it for over three years. We're going into our fourth year. And uh, it's a blast. It's uh, we have guests on when we can. Otherwise, we just talk about true crime. How can and our how can our guests find that on YouTube? What's what should uh, I search? Just, just type in Web Sleuth okay. or Web Sleuth Live, and it'll pop up. Okay, great. And uh, we go on Monday through Saturday at ten thirty Eastern, and then Sunday, our uh, administrator in the chat room, Ping from Australia, he does a show at ten p.m. Eastern uh, tonight. So it's really, again, you never know what will happen on those shows. I mean, I've been doing my show and a tornado siren is going off in the background. Oh, my goodness. I would be be like, bye, got to go. But I left it. Hey, I left it going. So it was still live and and the uh, mods took over. But, you know, we've had some great guests. We have some great guests coming up. And uh, but most of the nights we just sit down and just talk about true crime. It's really fun. Yeah, that is cool. We've got a great group. We've got a very, very uh, loyal group of people that come every night. We can have anywhere from, you know, 200 to 600 people in chat. Um, we've gotten up to 4,000 in chat one night. But I've seen um, your videos on YouTube, but I'm going to start checking the lives. That's cool. Yeah, maybe oh, yeah. we could do something sometime. Talk about the Missy Beavers case. I, you know what? I'd love you to come on. In fact, I was actually going to email after the show and invite you to come on. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> Absolutely. <See? laughs> Ray has ESP. <laughs> well, that'd be great. But uh, awesome. yeah, whenever I, I do a live stream, it just automatically uploads to uh, YouTube and it's just like a regular video. But uh, yeah, it's great. It's, oh, I that'd be cool. Love we would love that. that would be fun. That awesome. would be fun. So I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll text you guys, okay? okay? Okay, that sounds really good. Well, we really appreciate you coming on today. Um, we've had a lot of people talk about Web Sleuth in our groups. Everyone, lots of fans out there. So we're really excited oh, to have you sweet. on. Oh, yeah. I know everyone's going to be really excited to hear this episode. Um, so, yeah, we'll look I forward to it. collaborating with you sometime soon. And, um, yeah, just let us you know if there's it. anything we can do to help you. And we're looking forward to doing a live with you. That would be a lot of fun. You, yes, and same here. Anything we can do, and let's plan on it. I'll text you as soon as we're done here, okay? Okay, thanks, okay. Trisha. Have a great okay, evening. thank you. Take care. You thank too. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.